thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. I want to say welcome to His Hardline. I want to say thank you for joining us. Um, you are listening to 1% or less with him, and I am Jason. I am the co-host with God and Jesus Christ in the driver's seat. They are the one behind the wheel steering this ship. Thank you again for joining us. It is Friday, March 18th, 2022, and uh, we got the weekend around the corner for everybody, but not for me. This is my Sunday, unfortunately, at least for now. Um, I change my schedule at my own whims every once in a while. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> so welcome. Today, we are going to be reading out of the book of John. We have uh, only a few more books to read here, all the way up to, I think there's 21. And we are in chapter 17. And this is the prayer of Jesus. And it reads, When Jesus has said this, he raised his eyes to the heaven, to, um, excuse me, he raised his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Give glory to your son so that your son may glorify you, just as you gave him authority over all people, so that he may give eternal life to all you gave him. Now this is eternal life, that they should know you, the only true God, and the one whom you sent, Jesus Christ. I glorified you on earth by accomplishing the work that you gave me to do. Now glorify me, Father, with you, with the glory that I had with you before the world began. I revealed your name to those who, whom ga you gave me out to the world. They belong to you, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you gave me is from you, because the words you gave me I have given to them. And they accepted them and truly understood that I came from you. And they have believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for the ones you have given me because they are yours, and everything of mine is yours, and everything of yours is mine, and I have been glorified in them, and now I will no longer be in the world, but they are in the world, while I am coming to you, Holy Father, keep them in your name that you have given me, so that they might, may be one just as, aware, as we are. When I was with them, I protected them in your name, that you gave me and I guarded them and none of them was lost except the son of destruction in order that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you. I speak this in your world so that they may share my joy completely. I gave them your word and the world hated them because they do not belong to the world and more than I belong to the any more than I belong to the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. Consecrate them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I sent them into the world, and I consecrate myself for them, so that they also may be consecrated in truth. I pray 
not only for them, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one, as you, Father, are in in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. And I have given them the glory you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. I in them, and you in me, that they may be brought to perfection as one, that the world may know that you sent me, and that you loved them even as you loved me. Father, they are your gift to me. I wish that where I am, they also may be with me, that they may see my glory that you gave me, because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world also does not know you, but I know you, and they know that you sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will make it known that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. And that concludes the reading of chapter 17. I tell you, there's a lot there in this chapter. And like I said, like you guys, sometimes I have to read something three, four, sometimes five, six, seven, eight, nine times before something really resonates with me. And something here is resonating with me, but for me to be able to verbalize in words what I'm, how I'm taking this is a different story. As you know, I'm a numbers guy. I'm not so much a not really good when it comes to words if uh, you guys haven't figured this out by now but you know this prayer that Jesus prayed is a very powerful prayer because basically I'm going to do my best you know as I read this and I've read this a few times I mean Jesus really is asking the father you know You know, I, I couldn't even, I can't even, uh, I can't even come up with any words, to be honest with you. Because I know what I want to say, but to actually put it out there in words, I'm struggling. And that's to be expected. We all struggle, right? But I will say this prayer is a very powerful one. And I don't say that just for the sake of trying to come up with something to say. I really do believe this is a powerful one because, you know, like right here when he says, I do not ask you that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. I mean, right there, Christ is praying that he guards us with his armor, right? With the full armor of the spirit to keep us from the evil one. And as we're seeing in our today's world, in our present moment in time, there is a lot of evil that is occurring out there. There's a lot of deception that's taking place. There's a lot of sin and debauchery. And abomination is that God is not happy with. There is so much evil out there that it touches us almost on a daily basis in various forms. We just don't know it. Which is why Jesus asked, I do not ask that you take them out of this world, but that you keep them from the evil one. It's very important. Because there is so much evil that surrounds us that 
Jesus isn't asking God, hey, you need to take everybody off this earth. No. And I know as much that's what people want sometimes because they're just so sick and tired of the world and what's going on around them. You know, they're tired of seeing the evil, those that are awake, right? They have the eyes to see and the ears to hear. People are just so sick and tired of seeing what's going on. They just want to be like, God, take me now. Like, I'm ready for the rapture. I'm ready. I'm ready for revelations to take place. Take me home. We can't do that. We have a lot of work to do here, which is why I don't think the end is near. You know, like so many people want to say it is. I don't really think that because at the end of the day, God wouldn't put it on people's hearts to prepare, right? Prepare your ark, your personal ark at home with food and water, right? Like everybody has preparations they have to do. Well, you don't prepare to just die. That's not how that works. You prepare to forge forward in a brighter and more prosperous and abundant future that God wants laid out for his people going forward, right? So that's why Jesus says, I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. Consecrate them in your true, in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I sent them into the world. Again, because we're being, we've been dropped behind enemy lines here. We've been sent here with a mission to do work. And it continues to say, and I consecrate myself for them so that they may also be consecrated in truth. And I pray not only for them, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. This is very important because in order to bring more people back to Christ, I mean, I believe we're at a level right now, like there's multiple levels, I believe, right? And I don't mean it in a video game sense, but in a way, that's kind of the best way we can figure out, right? Like we're all at this level, which is a very, very low level with hell and shield, right? Beyond, be, be, you know, underneath us, under the ground, right? Or who knows, maybe this is hell. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it certainly seems like it the way they're operating, but I highly doubt that. But we have been dropped behind enemy lines because evil is rampant around the world. That if we all just ask God, all right, God, rain down your wrath of hell and brimstone, take all of us believers up to your kingdom because we're tired of you know being down here. No, that's not what it's supposed to be. We're supposed to occupy the land and, and, and grow the kingdom of God. And that is our job. Nobody is picking up the application for that job, more or less actually doing the job. Jason, what are you talking about? What's the application? The application is the Bible. Pick it up. It's a very simple application. Do you trust in your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? And if you do, start getting to know him. Read your scriptures. I'm not saying you're going to get it all in one day. Hell, you might not even get it all in one month or one year or even one decade or one lifetime, but at least you made a covenant and a, you have made a, an intentional motion to move forward, to grow in Christ by getting more involved in knowledge and wisdom in the, in the scriptures so that you also may be closer to father. And when you get closer to father, you'll be more receptive in my opinion this is my opinion, 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 not that I don't have a shortage of those, but it is my opinion that as you 
accept Christ in your heart, it bridges you to God the Father. And with God the Father, he sends the Holy Spirit with messages and helps you with discernment when you're trying to figure something out. Holy Spirit is like the breath of God. And so we're here to work for him. We're here to expand the kingdom, occupy the land and expand the kingdom. That's it. Everything else is secondary and irrelevant. The minute you start realizing the importance of that job, of that task, that mission, I think the better off we will all be. So that's all I have for today. I apologize for struggling with what I want to say, but I think it kind of came out all right. A little bumpy, but that's to be expected. And just because I read this Bible every day, as you can tell, I mean, this is right here. And I'm glad I stumbled. To be quite honest with you, I am glad I stumbled for the words and in my understanding. And the reason I say I'm glad I stumbled is because I read this thing daily. I read this book daily. Daily. I read it daily. I still struggle in understanding things. Which is part and parcel why I do this again in podcast format. Not just for you guys, but for me too. If I'm going to be completely honest. I don't keep my 15 minutes just to myself in the morning when I'm loading my truck. I do it throughout the day. And then in addition, I do it here on the sh- on the show. Because again, I'm doing this for God. I'm not doing this for me. Again, you know, if you would have told me five years ago, Jason, you're going to start a podcast. In fact, if you would have said this to me when I was DJing before I even became a married man with, you know, children, right? If you would have told me when I was a DJ back when I was 24, 25, Jason, when you're 35 and 10 years from now, you're going to be, <laughs> you're going to be doing a podcast reading the word of God on the internet and you're going to have Christ so deeply embedded in your heart and you're going to do your damnedest to try to get other people closer to Christ. Oh, and by the way, you're going to try to get closer to God by starting a garden bed in your backyard. I look at you like, you're dumb. (laughs) Seriously, I'd be like, you are dumb. There's no way. You can go away, you crazy person. But here I am 10 years later. God works in crazy, but beautiful ways. And I think the craziness only intensifies, and I say good crazy, it's a good crazy, when you really start to listen to God, truly. That's it. Let's close us out with a prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the path that you put me on. As I recollect on the story I just told, right? Or not the story, but... You know, if somebody would have told, tell me 10 years ago where I'd be at right now because of your guidance and being honest when I say, I think you'd be crazy, right? But Father, thank you for the path that you put me on and thank you for your discernment. Thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, that I'm able to get to know him more through your word and invite him into my heart so I can get closer to you too, Father. Thank you so very much for all that you do for us. Thank you for all of the listeners that come here on his hard line, which is your hard line. 
May I always do, may you always guide me and instruct me to do my best for you. And I pray all of this in your only son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. That is it. I will be back tomorrow with another 1% or less with him. I am Jason, and thank you for joining us here at His Heart Line. Have a blessed day, and have a good weekend. I want to say thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget you can find us at www.hisheartline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.